0: Welcome to Musicians vs. the World. In our last episode, we spoke with Lori Finley Hamilton, nurse practitioner and functional wellness coach. She walked us through the benefits of music on our bodies down to the cellular level. And she told us why music makes us feel so good. Here's a snippet just to refresh your memory.
1: Music stimulates the brain, just like you said, on an emotional level. and. Our pupils dilate and our blood pressure, you know, changes and it also releases dopamine. So it chemically alters our body and makes us feel good. I mean, it is, and it it can be very addictive as well. Regardless of the type of music or the culture that you come from, music is a perfect drug of happiness.
0: But in our interview, Lori and I spoke about more than just physical rehabilitation. Lori is a huge advocate for the benefit of music in human development as well. She is a firm believer that every child should have music in their lives, and she has plenty of research to back up her belief. And to help her out in this episode, I thought, let's go straight to the source. So I spoke with some kids to get their side of the story, and to see if they think that music helps their lives. Let's get a little background information about them. I play the piano. So I play the tuba and I play the viola. I'm in a quartet with my friends at high school as well as my brother. I play in a school band and a band my friends just formed. I play um, piano and baritone saxophone. I'm also involved in chorus. I actually play the piano, I want to play the violin. I play clarinet, tenor sax, and piano. So obviously the kids that I have spoken to are kids that are actually studying music right now. And what I wanted to hear from Lori is, does studying music actually help them in school? And does it make them better students? Here's what she had to say.
1: Yes. This next study I was going to mention was in a a lab, and they were doing this at Boston Children's Hospital. Um, And they took young, young children and had them start playing music. Most of these in this study they were they were playing string, they were playing violin, and so yes, there is a significant improved impact on the brain and um, memory and scholastic ability, the impact on we talk about stem right science technology engineering math that has all dramatically benefited from playing a musical instrument i mean i 've even got MRI images of Students that listened, that they were playing a musical instrument, and you could see their brain light up. They had better math and reading scores than those that were not playing an instrument. And you can see on the MRI their brain lighting up in these important areas.
0: So, my next question is Does it really matter what type of music the kids are listening to or playing? Because, as you're about to hear, there are as many different tastes and styles of music as there are kids. My favorite types of music include video game music, as well as popular music in the media. My favorite type of music is ragtime. Beethoven. I like jazz or blues. Mostly, I like the minor scales the best. It's really fun. Definitely Chopin because of his dark and brooding soul. I love playing lyrical music, like Luke's Arunque by Eric Whitaker. So are there specific types of music that are specifically better for learning? Let's hear what Laurie has to say.
1: Baroque music, for instance, Baroque music helps to increase or strengthen the alpha state concentration. And if people are listening to Baroque music, um, the alpha waves around 8 to 10 hertz, they get a greater link between their conscious and unconscious. And it's more conducive to learning new information. So, if you're studying new topics, that would be great to listen to. If you're trying to um, trying to memorize and or relax, then theta waves are really helpful. And you can find just like an hour long YouTube recording of theta wave music or there are some that are even eight hours that you could just be playing and listening to as you're trying to learn a, you know a new topic they did this with people that were studying foreign languages and they found that those were listening to classical music this is baroque music so they were listening to baroque music
0: right interesting i wonder what it is about baroque music that is well so- it's
1: uh, apparently the alpha waves And that alpha wave apparently helps us um, concentrate and and capture new um, information better. So they actually work with students that were studying Hungarian. It's not like it was Spanish or something simple. No, Hungarian. And they were listening to music. Uh, They were asked to speak and they were asked to speak in a rhythmic fashion as well or sing phrases um, in Hungarian right? And then they were asked to recall these, this foreign language much later. Those that listen to music, they mastered the languages 85 to 100% more effective in 30 days compared to the usual time of two years to master a language. Wow. That, that blows me away.
0: And again, this is passive listening while they are studying?
1: They're passively, well, some of them in the group were singing phrases as they were studying them. Okay. Bonjour, you know, mm-hmm. au revoir, right. I mean, singing a, a, a phrase as they were trying to learn it. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had significant, um, improvement in 30 days compared to two years. And a year later, they had a hundred percent accuracy in the recall of the language. Wow. I'm like, okay, why aren't we all listening to music while we're trying to study a new language? Absolutely. Or
0: study anything. Study
1: anything. Right. Music from the classical period, Mozart, um, affects left and right hemispheres of the brain for maximum learning and retention. And again, you can just listen. And I often will turn that on when I'm trying to study a new topic.
0: That is so interesting because Baroque music and classical music is so different structurally. Yes. That's very interesting. And it sounds like they affect the brain in different ways. In different on-
1: ways, right? In different ways. They, they actually call it the, the Mozart effect because yes. of the, the impact, right? It's, it's the tempo. It's, yeah, the, the style of music will impact both the right and the left side of the brain. I mean, it really resonates with the body. Again, yeah. the heart rate, yes. the blood pressure, the brain. When our brain is in a relaxed but alert state, yes.
0: now your yeah. mind
1: can really concentrate more easily. And, and there's just tremendous physiological benefits
0: Yes. And I can see how it can train your brain to like compartmentalize things and to create order in yes. your brain. Yes. And, and I can see how that could help with memory because there is so much structure and order to yes. classical music. Right. So interesting. I'll have to tell that to my students who hate playing Bach.
1: Right. Right. And say, by the way, listen to this when you're trying to master your, your math and your algebra, and your trigonometry your you know, your calculus. Yeah.
0: Okay, so listening to music puts us into a relaxed state where we can learn better. And playing music wakes up our brains and makes children better at STEM subjects. But there is more to human development than just learning and memorizing facts. There's the whole aspect of social learning as well. This current generation of kids is the most connected and disconnected generation in history. And in 2017, 39% of high school seniors reported that they often felt lonely and isolated and that's up from 26% of seniors in 2012. Can music help us with this? And can it actually make us better people? I've met a lot of people that wouldn't have met if I hadn't been a competent musician. I think I like music because it is like the one universal language that connects everybody in the world. And I think it, like with an Albanian grandmother, it's hard sometimes to connect to her. But um, when I play the piano, It's like we can talk because we can't
1: usually because of the language barrier. So there's just a huge growing body of work that actually suggests that learning to play a musical instrument definitely impacts other abilities. Speech perception, understanding emotions in the voice, um, handling multiple tasks, and again, science, engineering, math, um, learning a language. I mean, it improves two-way communication. You saw that. It promotes self-expression. It reduces monotone speech. Um, it, it encourages speech. It's really, really exciting.
0: As part of my internship, I went to an occupational therapist who did something called the human metronome with uh-huh. autistic children. And it was amazing. It was honestly just a metronome. And they would clap along with it and they would make them cross the midway path. They would make them do all sorts of things. But doing the human metronome, they could make eye contact, they could connect to their therapist in a way that once the music was off. It stopped. And it was really incredible to me to watch that and to see how music actually helped people to make human connections, even when it's just the beat. It's just the heartbeat of music. And this little boy who was almost nonverbal and really wouldn't look at his therapist during this exercise would look her straight in the eye and would concentrate so hard and be able to do such amazing things for this child it was amazing that he would let her touch his hand honestly Yes, yes. So, and, and
1: there are there are actually and i can't remember the name of it today i mean i've seen it i've watched watched the um documentaries there are documentaries out there about autism and and music therapy and there's been there's been great research and they've even shown that with autistic children if you Sing to them instead of having a, a verbal dialogue and speaking with them, if you sing a question to them and they sing it back, then they will be able to um, vocalize and start speaking on a much much faster level. that makes sense so yeah right it's, i mean it's it's way better um, to incorporate music than just speech therapy alone
0: so going forward, like looking into the future, you being an expert in all of this. What would you see as an ideal future for music in our society going forward?
1: Oh, goodness, an ideal. An ideal would be that it is mandatory in school for children to play a musical instrument. Even if their parents cannot afford a musical instrument at home, like they participate in some kind of music at school. And and learn to start appreciating music and the value of music, and not just listening, but participating to improve the function of their brain. For them to start, you know, listening and using music in every type of an intervention or healing modality out there. Specific type of music that can resonate on a cellular level. There is so much science out there that it would always be incorporated into speech therapy for children that have learning disorders or, or have autism, any kind of brain injury because of the biology of music that that's my vision.
0: So long story short, yes, all kids should have music in their lives. Listening to music helps put them in a calm and alert state, ready to learn. Playing music helps to structure their brain and improve their ability to learn math and science. Performing music, especially with others, teaches them to listen, helps them to have shared experiences and connect on emotional levels, and teaches them sympathy and empathy for others, which makes them better people. But if you ask the kids why do they learn music, well, let's let them speak for themselves. Why? Because I like that without words we can still say beautiful things and make people feel certain ways. Because it gives me a good feeling every time I listen to it. It can express a lot of your inner feelings that you wouldn't normally say. So it's it's done a lot for me, and I'm proud to be a musician. And plus, it's really fun. Yeah, whenever I go and play music, it's more of like a safe haven I have whenever from the world because like I can play music and I don't have to like worry about anything else. I play it; and it's really fun to me, and I'm something I'm good at. So I like doing that, and so it's just helps me get through my day and helps me just live and live on i guess musicians versus the world is a production of frosted Lands entertainment in conjunction with smith sound music this episode was hosted and edited by me christine smith and produced by russ wilkes a very special thanks to laurie finley hamilton for spending her evening with us and sharing her expertise and so much research on this fascinating topic. Please be sure to listen to the first part of our interview with Lori in our episode Music and the Body with Lori Finley Hamilton, Part 1. If you would like to learn more about Lori and the help that she gives to her clients, you can find her on her website, lorifinleyhamilton.com. Also, a big special thanks to my students who are excited to share their opinions on music with us. If you were wondering what music you heard in today's episode, there was a lot of it. The music used in the opening and closing is a little tune I wrote called Tamor Trail. But you also heard Prelude in F-sharp minor from the Well-Tempered Clavier by Bach, End of the Trail by Luke Newman, and the perennial student favorite, Mozart's Piano Sonata in C major, K545. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss out on any future conversations. If there's a topic you'd like to discuss, come and chat with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Or send us an email at info at frostedlens.com. Thanks so much.